Hello, everybody. This is Legal Man. Welcome to the show. It's going to be a good episode. I am going to sort of see where Trump left us as far as what's been normalized that never could have been normalized under a Democrat and just sort of look back objectively at what's going on with the situation. And for people who don't know me, I'm a lawyer. I've practiced for 30 years. I'm America's most trusted lawyer. And in fact, recently I learned I'm America's most beloved lawyer as well. <laughs> All right, enough joking around. Let's go ahead and get the show started. So I wanted to make a show since, again, we're at the tr- end of the Trump presidency. And <laughs> I'm just thinking about the insanity that's been going on and the way people continue to take it all seriously. And nobody ever steps back and just looks at where we are because everybody's attention span is so short. They drive everything to this 24-7 media cycle. And the people just scream and yell at each other on uh, social media to the extent it's even available anymore. And it's all just about trying to get views and listens and controversy. So they just stir shit on a daily basis. And there's never any sort of contemplation of where we are whenever they do some kind of year-end review like they do at the end of the year, on the at the end of December kind of stuff. It's always just a joke. It's just, it's ridiculous. It's it's silly. I mean, nobody ever talks about the real things that are going on. Everything is just these crazy narratives now. I mean, literally everything is just completely made up. And Trump is a great example of how everything's made up. And so is Biden, of course. And in a week or so, I'll start making shows about Biden and the insanity going on there because the man is obviously a dementia patient. And the crazy stuff they're going to introduce is just going to be so off the wall. But as of right now, I want to go ahead and just kind of focus on what really went on with Trump. Because what's the old hermetic saying, as above, so below. And, you know, all you have to do is really understand one thing very in-depth because everything's reflected in everything else. And when you understand the way things work, the principles, they apply over and over. And and so evaluating Trump is not going to be significantly different than evaluating Biden or anybody else. Evaluation is evaluation. You have to be able to step back and be objective. And since I don't vote and I know that the political system is a scam, I happen to have a very objective way of being able to see things. It's just so one of the things I have. It's it, you know, you know, some people are fucking six three and can dunk a basketball. Some people are brilliant and can do advanced math. This is just something I do. And when I look at where we are as a result of Trump, it's it's way, way worse. And the thing that's so interesting about the Trump situation is that whether he was legit or not legit, I don't know. I'm going to wait a little while, like I said in my last episode, to to make an evaluation. But I do know this, that the vast majority of things that are completely and totally screwed at this point are things that never could have happened unless it was a Trump-type character. This sort of make America great again, America-loving, sort of populist, supposed constitution-loving kind of character. That's the only way this huge number of things that have happened could have ever happened because there's so much resistance by people who imagine themselves to be patriots, constitution lovers, oh, freedom and liberty. (laughs) And that's, of course, all the stupid crap. Those are the lip service that Trump paid all the time to those things. But when you just look 
at what actually happened. It's the opposite. It was it was advancing every kind of crazy, insane thing that the liberals would love to have done, but never could have done because there would have been so much resistance. The number one thing that's happened is that we have now normalized this idea that governments, through nothing except for a government test, which everybody knows is completely and totally faulty, can now restrict people in any and every way they care to. That's now normal. See, that never could have happened. That never, ever could have happened. It's a total impossibility. There have been so much resistance by the so-called conservatives and the right wing and all the different patriots and all those different horseshit groups. That never would have happened, but they accepted it under Trump because they imagined that he was helping them. But now that it's been normalized and people have accepted it and there's, there's no question, no civil rights organizations, nothing happened, now the Democrats can take that and just advance it a thousand times farther because the precedent's been set. Now all we're doing is really just kind of nibbling at the edges. The very fundamental concept that just because the government says there's a pandemic, even though after 10 months everybody can look around and see there aren't mass numbers of people dead everywhere. You don't know people waiting to get into hospitals. It's clearly not a pandemic. This has been normalized as a pandemic. In other words, absolutely normal life, a normal flu season. This is now a supposedly deadly pandemic that justifies the governments at whatever level they want, local, state, or federal, imposing restrictions of whatever type they care, closing businesses, destroying families, preventing you from having a date, stopping you from going to church. Just go down the list. All that's normalized now. And perfectly healthy people, people with no symptoms at all, have now been demonized. Asymptomatic, so-called, and pre-symptomatic people are now, quote, dangerous. They're like a bioterror, and they can be made to be restricted and quarantined in whatever way they care to, based upon nothing except for a test which the government itself administers or checks, and everybody can see, in fact, doesn't work. And in fact, the the guy who originated the test says it wasn't even appropriate for the use. And it doesn't matter how many stories come out about the fact that it's just a bunch of false positives. It doesn't matter. It's all been normalized now. This has become okay. That perfectly healthy people with no symptoms whatsoever are subject to government regulation in whatever form or fashion the government cares to make up. And the only thing that prevents it is making sure you, quote, get the right people into office through voting. <laughs> and then they show you that the voting itself is completely and totally rigged and that they then tell you that the voting was fair and that the courts have okayed it and that there was no evidence, even though everybody can see it. See, that's all been normalized now, that you no longer have to be sick and infectious and clearly a danger to be quarantined now. Perfectly healthy people who simply resist government restrictions are now subject to quarantine. Well, what prevents the government at this point from simply saying that I have something when I don't have something and quarantining me? Nothing. See, nothing. This can now be weaponized against anybody who resists anything the government cares to do. They can just swoop in and say that I represent a danger to the public. And that's it. Now it's done because the people have accepted it because it's been normalized over months and months and months and months and months. That never could have happened. We never could have gotten there if the man had been anything like what people imagine he is. This guy who cared about the Constitution, he never would have issued a national declaration of emergency over a flu. And he certainly never would have encouraged tens of uh, trillions of dollars to be spent 
over and over and over again on these totally unconstitutional things. He certainly wouldn't have the government involved in vaccines. None of these things could have happened under a Democrat, see? But now they've all been normalized and accepted. So now it's time for Biden to take it and just run with it. The Democrats are just going to take it and just going to run with it. Why? Because all the fundamental issues are no longer on the table. Now we're all going to be talking about whether or not it's a good idea and whether or not they should go this far. Not the question of whether or not they have any authority to do any of this. That would have been stopped in its tracks. But because Trump did it, it isn't stopped in its tracks. And now we're all totally screwed. And that's something that never could have happened without Trump. And people say, well, he was stopped and prevented. Those are all excuses. I don't want to hear your excuses. Only thing that matters is results. That's all that matters is results. It's all the people who care about, who are running things, care about is results. And that's all you should care about. Excuses are ridiculous. Woulda, shoulda, coulda. Horseshoes and hand grenades. It's irrelevant. We're here because of Trump. That's all. It wasn't because of Trump. It is because of Trump. Because it couldn't have happened without a character like him running around talking like he did, but not acting consistently. That's just the reality. And what else have we have now normalized? Well, we've normalized the fact that you don't have any First Amendment rights. <laughs> you don't. You can't even gather now in a peaceful crowd. Forget the fact that if you want to have a to oppose the government, like that fake insurrection deal, or just in your town, you want to have a rally, you got to go get a permit from your government. So you have to get a permit from your government in order to have a protest of your government. <laughs> I mean, we're already way past any kind of reasonable thing. The First Amendment's always been junk, but I'm, I'm saying that the, the extent we've gone now, so much farther on the First Amendment, they don't allow you to go to church. They, they supposedly claim they can restrict how many people you can have in your house. I mean, I mean, every kind of meeting, you can't stand any closer than six feet from someone, so you can't whisper to somebody. So anything you say can be overheard. It's completely absurd what people have accepted as a normalized situation based upon this concept that the government is supposedly going to be protecting us. These things protect us. Well, I don't care if the government wants to protect me or not. He doesn't have any right to protect me in this area. I've made podcast after podcast, explains this kind of thing, but I'm just showing you where we are now. What has been normalized? Complete and total obliteration of your First Amendment rights. There's no way to now meet in a private group, whether in your home, at a gymnasium, out in public. There's nowhere to do it. And even if you're caught standing too close to each other in a group, that alone is supposedly a restriction. Well, what about my right to be able to speak to somebody in public without being overheard? I don't have the right to whisper in somebody's ear. Is that not a First Amendment right? (laughs) <laughs> See, all of this crap, they've driven it all onto these electronic f- platforms where they can simply spy on you at all times. And now everybody has seen what happened with social media. And there's this big uproar about social media. Oh, it's a private company. It's a pro- bullshit. The massive amounts of government interaction, protections, and everything else apply to those companies. And they get massive amounts of government aid. There's nothing private about it. And if, go- if being a private industry exempted you from the First Amendment sort of uh, protections that people are supposed to get, well, they, they lock you out, then why are they allowed to sue private companies for any other kind of discrimination? <laughs> they, they go on all the time. Same people who say, oh, it's a private company. They don't, they don't have to allow you to do that. They can kick you off, blah, blah, whatever. Oh, there's, there's, it doesn't make any sense with the fact, well, if you discriminate against women or black people or old people or whatever the hell people, the fucking people who want to wear a furry outfit or pretend to be a tree or whatever the fuck it is. You can get sued for that. Laws apply all the time to private businesses. All the time. Once again, it's always this selective shit, but look what they did to social media. Endless talk from the beginning of Trump's administration about how he was going to clean that up. Endless. What happened? Not one damn thing. Not one damn thing. And now we're at a point where 
they can just kick people off. If you get a selfie and you show yourself at the, the protest, well, the people are all getting fired. That's all been okay and normalized. <laughs> it's all been normalized. Again, that none of that could have ever happened under a Democrat because the people are very resistant. And it's the only hope I really even hold out at this point for someone like me. I'm in a state, technically a red state. I mean, I, my governor's a joke, but he does have to keep up appearances. And I hold out hope that with this Biden insanity that we're going to face, that there's going to be a lot more resistance at the state and local level in the red states. See, there was no resistance in those areas to the lockdowns and all the the shit that got normalized because Trump was in charge. See, so it's always party first with people. If it's their guy doing it in politics and they support it, if someone else is doing it, the other side is doing it, they oppose it. And this, all this crazy stuff that's been normalized is an absolute perfect example of what happens in this left-right fake system they have where they tack left, tack right, tack left, tack right, sailing us all to Prison Island with the system. Because the people on the right who have Trump in there are okay with all this crazy stuff that they never would have been okay if the if Biden or Clinton or someone else was in there. And now that they're gone, the left will continue to push forward and the right will resist. But it doesn't matter because it's too late now. See, now it's too late. Hi, it's Legal Man. I hope you're enjoying the show. If you appreciate the unique insight and information I provide, then go over to my Patreon account for The Quash and become a member. I have bonus shows and material, early access, and it's a good place to meet like-minded people. I have people ask me all the time, what can we do, legal man? (laughs) Well, start by voting with your pocketbook. It's the only vote that really counts. Support things that tell people the truth. Getting people to understand the truth is the only solution we have to this insanity. Look, I get it. There are a lot of people who can't afford to support my show with money. But there are a lot of people who can. And if you can and you like the show, you should support it. That's what free markets look like. The people running this scam, they have unlimited funding. I don't have support of that system. In fact, I get harassed because I tell people the truth that they don't want the people to know. So we have to stick together. So go sign up. Now let's get back to the show. And now that they're gone, the left will continue to push forward and the right will resist. But it doesn't matter because it's too late now. See, now it's too late. And this is just sort of the way I see what's going on with regards to Trump's legacy. People who love Trump are going to claim he was wronged and uh, the Democrats objected and foiled everything and impeached him. And There was tons of stuff he could have done. Tons and tons and tons of stuff he could have done. First of all, he didn't have to hire all these deep state rats. And if he didn't know these people he was surrounding himself but were deep state rats, well, then he was never going to be in a position to clean out the deep state because he can't even figure out what the deep state is. And now what else has been normalized during Trump's administration? The idea that the deep state is liberals. <laughs> See, they, the, all the conservatives have now basically been brainwashed into believing that the deep state is liberals. Well, it's not. The deep state is guys like Mike Pompeo. He's an ex-CIA guy. What was Trump doing bringing him into the administration? What was he doing? Bill Barr. What was he doing bringing people like that in there? Steve Mnuchin. What the hell was he doing bringing people like that in? I mean, just go down the list of all the people. And all you have to do is look at the kinds of people that run his different businesses, and they're all just a bunch of Ferengi insiders. And so the people just can't see that the system is used against them to normalize situations that are not normal. They used Obama to normalize this idea of uh, government health care. Trump came in. Did he get rid of it? No. 
Well, the Republicans had the House and the Senate and the presidency in this first two years. And guess what? Not a damn thing happened. Everybody got distracted off into this ridiculous impeachment nonsense. Right. And he could have just ignored it. He knew he hadn't done anything if, in fact, he hadn't done anything with Russia. So nothing was going to come from it. So why distract everybody for months and months and months and months and years, really, with these sidelines about Russia? Just ignore it. Who cares? Let them talk. He fed that flame all the time. So he fed that flame and the people were all whipped up into this uh, state of anxiety over it. They massively divided the country over it. There's really nothing to it. He could have just let the thing run its course and that would be it. If you're going to clean out the deep state, you go into the government, you got to get rid of all these fucking lifer appointments and these people, these, all these U.S. attorneys and all the people in the FBI, the top places and the CIA and NSA. And if you're really serious about it, you close a lot of these organizations down and you talk to the people. So what if they don't like it? They're upset and you lose the election. Okay, so you lose the election. Well, I don't understand. You're either running on a platform you plan to put in or you're not. If you're running on a platform that only the people will accept, okay, and they don't really want you to do it, then either don't run or don't make it your platform. It doesn't make any sense. If you're going to clean out the deep state, you got to trash it. you got to get rid of it. It's, the deep state is the government. The government is the deep state. This is part people can't grasp. And he's just not honest about it. Or he's not bright enough to figure it out. Or he's in on the deal. Or he's so naive he can't see it. Either way, nothing was ever going to change. It doesn't make any difference. But people will not accept reality. They just won't. They just don't accept reality. It's, it's amazing to me. I mean, the insanity that runs around out when I look at where we now are with trillions and trillions and trillions in debt. Well, what was the basis for accumulating all that debt? What was the basis? Some bullshit flu that never would have flown with a Democrat, that people would have gone crazy. But because it's Trump and the Republicans, they're on board with it. <laughs> and you see, I mean, nothing about anything that actually happened is consistent and helps the people. Well, we had a fantastic economy. It was booming. We have an economy that was built on debt and more and more and more debt. It's not a real economy. The booms are fakes. Oh, we had jobs. We had this. Built on what? Built on what? Built on a fraud. It's all going to come down at some point because it's a fraud. So to run around and act like we've got an economy that was growing great, we didn't. We had a fake economy that was being a bubble. <laughs> and now it's been completely popped except for the rich people. Except for the rich people are doing even better. So they, they popped the bubble on Main Street and completely jacked to infinity the bubble for Wall Street. And still people run around defending this system. But these are all the things that are now normalized. These are all normalized now because these were Republican positions. They were Republican positions. And people don't like to face the fact that the system itself, the system itself is the problem. That you can never have a system over hundreds of millions of people like this, really even tens of millions or millions of people, and expect to have any kind of representation. It's totally impossible. And because people, the vast majority of people, they just love the system because they're so brainwashed and they imagine it's the greatest and they just repeat slogans over and over and over and over again, even though they can't answer the most basic questions. Well, when we're in a situation like that, what can we do? What can we do if we can't get people to understand what's going on? If people don't want to get rid of the system, if they want to try to fix it, and that's, that's the ditch they're driven into by all the constitutional conservatives and media, that's the ditch they're driven into. This idea that we have to vote harder. In fact, I've been hearing these media jokers talking about 2022, getting organized and going into the courts and all this stupid crap. It's never going to work. It's never going to work. If you can't see 
that the system itself is not malfunctioning. It's that you misunderstand the purpose of the system. At this point, if you still can't see that, then you're probably never going to see it. And some people are open to seeing it once it's pointed out. Like when I pointed out to people, there are people, it's a very small percentage of people who can then see. Most people can never see. They just can't see. They're never going to see. They've got way, they got 50 more lives before they're even going to get close to being able to see anything. It's just too built into them. But I like to try to tell people the truth because I think people deserve the truth. And I think the reality is that people, a very small number are waking up. And if they would listen to my podcast, they would understand kind of the why they're confused. They're so confused because I make it make sense for them. I show them the way the system actually works. And a situation like this with Trump is just as clear. It's it's the, the legacy has is so colored by whether or not you're a conservative or a liberal at this point, as opposed to someone like me who doesn't vote and hasn't for decades, I can look at it and see what it is. And that is that he totally screwed us. Whether he intentionally did it or not doesn't matter. He, he screwed us. That's all. He screwed us. And it doesn't matter why. It doesn't matter why, because all sorts of things have been normalized that never could have been normalized ever. Not one single time. None of those things could have been normalized. And now they are. And now we're going to see what happens moving forward and how far they push it. So, all right. Well, that's that's going to be the show, I think. If you if you like my take, then you can follow me on Twitter. It's still there. At least I haven't been kicked off yet. <laughs> I'm legal man at U.S. Law Review. And you can listen to my podcast and share it. And, you know, I think it's important for people to support things they want. If you like my show, you should support my show. Go to Patreon and sign up. You've got to vote with your pocketbook. That's the key. That's the way the system works. (laughs) That's the way it is. So, well, I hope you enjoyed the show. I think I'm going to wrap it up there. Everybody have a nice night or day wherever you are. Take care. (coughs) 